0: You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Pamela and Mariah.
1: Yeah, and what's puberty? The
2: sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help. Hello!
0: I'm so excited we get to do that together in unison again. Yay. So you're listening to the Salty Sex Cast and we are back in studio.
2: Oh, Yes, we are. It's very exciting. Um, I'm very happy.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're slowly easing back into things, and one of those easing back into is
2: the studio. It's so fancy. Yeah, we love it here. Thanks, um, Brady. You're welcome. Just make it so cozy and lovely. They <laughs> even got me a kettle so I can have tea. I love it. Such a good producer. Thank Working you, Working on
3: it. It'll get better. You guys got to tell me what color you want to paint the bricks, though, Sometime, some point.
0: Pink, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, first up, come on over and get cozy between Pamela and I. And we have um, another unboxing to do. I'm going to let you use my mic, Brady. Okay. So this is our Try Sassy box. Um, they sent us all some boxes. And Brady got a special one for him. So he's going to tell you what's Oop. in it and all these fun things. I almost
3: dropped it. Got the introduction letters that they sent i think they're the same ones they sent you and i got nylon spandex pouchless briefs Ooh. <laughs> oh that's a cute that's an even better picture on the back there so oh, nice, she's some nice butts oh. <laughs> are they lace open it oh, up no, oh. no i don't want to take those for you you
2: well, we need to get it closer to the
3: yeah here I'll, I'll walk it over to the camera You'll show it while we keep going through.
0: Yeah. For our patrons who get to see what we're doing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going through this. Go ahead. I'm going to touch kidding. all your sex toys. Well, I'm. Oh, I'm,
3: you're like, already you're, breaking them open. You're just opening stuff. Are I'm you going to
0: be I'm using those down in down the down. studio? Can I say no, please?
3: I'm just kidding. They can just stay in here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave them in here because I have cock rings similar, similar to this.
0: Oh, those are. Wow. Those are really impressive. Like, I would play with things. I've never played with a cock ring before. I, never. I almost flung that clear across the room. It is very stretchy. Where'd did you go? just
3: rubber band my cock ring across the room? Sure did. <laughs> There's some sex dice. Oh, I got my own flogger now. Ooh. Right? It's a flogger.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I should do that. I should do that by the microphone.
0: Some lube, some lube samples.
3: The Thumper G. So I'm camping right now. I'm going to take this camping.
0: Make sure it's all charged up, though. Because it would be so sad to like, go and you're like, oh, oh yeah,
3: batteries or something. So that's kind of cool. So I'll put that up to the camera, too, when I walk back, right? Yeah. And then some blow pops. And blow pops. you got to have blow pops. Candy. I love it. That's so fun. I can't believe you didn't want to open these. I'm open I
0: really need to, like, incorporate more food in the bedroom, I've decided. I don't like to be sticky. Yeah. But, you, but, but I think you can still have some fun without being sticky. Oh, those are not. Ne- oh, those feel actually really soft. You should get your um, plaster and see if it fits in there <laughs> <Yeah>. nicely. All right. <laughs> plaster. Show the, the plaster. I don't know. What what do you call him? Do you, does he have a name? Do
3: no I don't think everybody knows what you're talking about Though.
0: No I know so you should introduce this
3: <laughs> Okay I'll give you back your microphone And I'll show these to the camera
0: I love it um, So I mean we've talked about Brady likes to play With himself often right <laughs> Everyone <laughs> likes to play them With themselves right um, I mean we hope so Yeah and so but in the, He likes to play as in Making clones Of himself <laughs> so show us your clone. Tell us what your
3: clone is. Well you so what I during quarantine, I started making replicas of simple things around the house. And eventually I replicated myself. <laughs> so in the studio we have all over the desk my balls.
0: They're stress balls. Brady's my stress balls. We get to squeeze them really tight.
3: And yours glow in the dark.
2: Ooh, that's fine. Mine? This those mine? i think those that one i don't
3: know there's a lot of glow in the dark looks now.
2: more like a glow in the dark color yeah
3: we could turn the lights down if you want this one
2: <laughs> looks like a flesh color and honestly that's why i don't want to touch it it's just it's too, too real. real too real
3: that one's not any better i'll i'll, I'll throw this one over at you but.
0: okay thank you It's just flinging around so now he's putting inserting his Cock replica, cock and balls replica into the new panties. I so, feel
3: like I'm gonna drop them. That's it's a gonna very be funny. Big hole. <laughs> Got room to grow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, that's awesome. <laughs> oh no. So for those of you who can't see <gasps> what we're doing,
0: someone could totally wear those panties like a a woman and put that that in there, and it's totally now good. a strap on. Oh, totally
2: that's brilliant! I, know, I challenge like you to do that by
3: the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my! So and all that stuff came from try sassy, sassybox.com. Um, they're a monthly subscription. <laughs> Did you just throw my balls I threw at me? Your balls at you. <laughs> <laughs> they're a monthly su- subscription service that provides a wide range of full-size sex toys for that person or couple looking to spice things up in their sexual uh, experiences. Uh, proudly owned and operated by women, and their mission is to empower everybody to embrace their sexuality. Try, try SassyBox.com.
0: Are you going <laughs> to make a
2: jingle?
3: It. I'll work on it. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it needs a little
2: work, Brady. Try uh, so what I want to know, b- before we get to our guest, which I promise we're your next Jill friend. But um, I want to know, Brady, if you would use this as a dildo for yourself
1: you, could get fucked you can yourself. fuck yourself in the ass
3: I probably would need to practice that kind of thing first
1: uh-huh. is it safe for internal use it is
3: yep there it's all safe sex it silicone
0: kind of porous maybe just because it's such a.
3: it is like you,
0: you get all the veins on there i'm mean, like that's good detail <laughs> yeah i'm impressed
3: the, so some of them for whatever reason and i'm just learning how to do like these replica type things some of them for some reason are a little bubbly and some of them are not. Gotcha. So the ones that we have used are not bubbly at all. And so I don't know why that one has like bubbles in it that have caused it to be pores. When, yeah,
2: when yeah. but, 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 but they're they're totally Regardless, body, yeah, it would you could still put it in your ass.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, it, That's it, the it, it, it's all body safe silicone. Here. It's yeah. got
2: a base
0: and everything. You're good. Yeah. You're go. yeah. Lose lose that up. Are you gonna
3: lose it? <laughs> not gonna lose it?
2: Oh, we just we'll put it in the box with your sex toys. That's what quarantine so that does you... to people. It does, yeah. I mean, it, it makes them make replicas of their scrotum.
3: Yeah, and that's well, what
2: quarantine does to people. Sure, I think we should take a poll <laughs> to see Kay. how many of our listeners <laughs> yeah, how many listeners felt compelled.
3: I also did this for you because I mentioned being able to make candles. So, and you can see it on if you subscribe to our patreon i just lit my dick on fire <laughs> oh it went out and i put it in the middle of the table and that's 100 percent beeswax and essential oils so and what
0: was the scent again cedarwood cedar wood cock
1: <laughs> man <Yep. laughs>
3: so, uh, i think it's cedarwood and sandalwood all the essential oils i picked for my dick candles were wood
2: oh you're so clever <laughs> i love it all right, so Jill has been waiting so patiently. Thank you, Jill. Sure. Um, but our guest today is like one of my best friends in the whole world and really more like my family. She's like my family more than my friend. And did I overhear you say Jill friend? Yeah. Aww. I call her Jill friend and I call her Jilly Bean, but she hates it. But I do it <laughs> anyway. And she lets me do it because she loves me. That is
1: true. <laughs> You're the only one that gets that. <laughs>
2: I thought I was so clever and that I came up with it. And then she was like, no, my first grade teacher called me that and I hated it. Yes. <laughs> but she told me like a year later. So. Oh.
1: <laughs> it sounds
2: by better then, coming from you. Yeah, right? And by, by then, like the habit had been formed. We couldn't go back. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, Jill is our guest today because she has a really interesting perspective on sexuality that she's going to share with us. Um so <laughs> yeah, she's she's got Go headlights. Oh yeah. shit, what am I that supposed look to do? So um so Jill, we're just gonna ask you kind of some questions about your your past experience, your um your discovery of your own sexuality and how that came to be. So um tell us first of all, maybe a little bit about like your formative years and what sex was like for you then?
1: I still feel like I'm in my formative years because this is a new discovery. (laughs) Um,
2: But when you were maybe a teenager... Like puberty? Yeah, like... Teen years? Yeah, let's start with puberty.
1: Um, Like, what was your feeling about sex? I was never really drawn to it like my classmates were and my best friends. Um, It wasn't something that I you know, sought it. It wasn't what I wanted. Um, I definitely thought boys were cute and stuff, but the thought of sex was just n- never an interest for me. Um, and it hasn't really been an interest for me since. And now that I'm 32, but things are starting to change, <laughs> but it was, it was never a drive for me. And it was, it's, it made me feel like i was broken or damaged or missing something Mm -hmm. so i did it to because that's what i thought i was supposed to do as a woman was just meet someone and have sex with them and get them to like me and then go from there yeah so
3: so you're not repulsed by sex it's just not something you actively seek out and not i mean
1: i have been repulsed by it um I'm more like sex indifferent. Hmm. Um, there have definitely been repulsions but it's 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 not like it I don't see the need for it because I personally don't want children and I see it as just a biological need to procreate and Okay. Sometimes it feels gross to me, but sometimes it's awesome. So like I'm still figuring out where I stand. Okay.
0: So my favorite thing ever to do is like with sex. And, you know, when we talk about like the shame and everything behind sex, you know, I'm like, we always have the need, we have the like hunger pains, but then people are like shamed for having those. Like, just mm-hmm. think if we're shaming people for eating and having hunger pain. So essentially if we're comparing like your drive or, um, I don't want to say like lack thereof, but it's kind of like, you don't get the hunger pains a lot. <laughs> like, it's kind of like, I just eat because that's, expected of uh, me yeah just yeah. because it's there like because it's socially or emotional I mean do you have a partner currently
1: yes
2: okay it's very new okay actually <laughs> so we might get there then, yeah. so so let's talk about um, your discovery of like that you might actually fit into this category of
1: asexuality like how did you come to figure that out um reflecting on all my past experiences and i was in a previous relationship that made things prickly i guess um the sex was good with him but i didn't have the desire for it um again i was just initiating and going along with it because i thought that's what he wanted and it was just to please him and i have this really strong desire to please people um, at the sacrifice of my own needs in mental well-being. So, There's that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you were in this relationship and the sex didn't really feel quite right and it had never really felt quite right in, in any previous relationship. Is that correct? Right. And then you were like, hmm, maybe... M- like, maybe there's something more to what I'm feeling or not feeling or not having a drive and Mm -hmm. so what did what did you do first did you like Google it
1: that is exactly what I did okay (laughs) I you know got a little wine drunk and I was like maybe I should look up to see if there are other people like me and of course there are like it is actually quite a large community Um, uh, what did you Google asexuality I knew of the term but I didn't know exactly what it meant oh, okay so I had to look it up to see because I had thought about it years before
0: mm-hmm.
1: when I was married and then I, I remembered it again and it didn't quite resonate me with me while I was married because I was still going through that stuff but then as I got older I realized oh this actually this hits home like this is what I feel this this could be who I am
2: yeah okay um, so what percentage of the population is asexual?
1: Uh, I think right now it's about 1% known. Okay. But I feel like that's much higher because people don't think that it's an actual thing or they don't know yeah. about it. Yeah. Because um, they like, oh, go chasing hormone therapy mm-hmm. or something to try to give them that drive. Right. When I was married, I thought something was physically wrong with me. Like okay. I had invasive testing done. Oh. I took medications. I was on antidepressants because I thought there was something wrong with me that i didn't enjoy sex and it was just painful and horrible and it was just related to psychological reasons because of the man i was married to okay Mm. and it took me a long time to realize that there was nothing wrong with me
2: so what is the definition of asexuality what what fits within that box someone who does not experience sexual attraction as a result of anything
1: no just it's just it's part of who someone is. Yeah. Just so like someone having sexual attraction is so just th- not having sexual
2: attraction. Right. So okay. that's why I'm trying to differentiate like th- some people might not have sexual attraction because they have low testosterone. But that person wouldn't be asexual necessarily. Right. Okay. Uh
1: but this is something I've felt since I was a child. Like yeah. S- sexual attraction looking at someone and thinking, Oh, God damn, I want to bend him over. Like (laughs) (laughs) what even is that? Do people actually think that? Does sex advertising actually work on people like someone eating a sexy burger for Carl Jr.? Like does that really work? (laughs) I don't get it. Again, there's that
0: that that food and that like uh-huh. need for sex. That's
2: true. <laughs> comparison. I'm hungry now. I mean, we that, should really have snacks in the studio. I'm just so, just so
0: all okay, of our listeners really could hear us.
3: Text me a list.
2: <laughs> they should be quiet snacks.
3: Twinkies. Twinkies, Twinkies are pretty quiet. Fruit snacks. fruit snacks. Fruit snacks. Yeah, fruit snacks are pretty quiet. And
0: then the wrappers are not. <laughs> you open I'll them put before. them in a bowl. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> put them in a bowl.
0: COVID. <laughs> COVID fruit snacks for Every, everyone. Okay,
3: everybody gets their individual bowl of fruit snacks.
0: <laughs> oh, um, okay, so back to, you know, just not having that drive. So what were some of, um like, your first sexual experiences? I know you said you kind of just felt like you needed to because, like, that was, like, the social norm, you know, kind of almost, like, probably peer pressure of, like,
1: this Absolutely. is just
0: something that... um to when because I know kind of sounds like things are a little bit on a verge somewhat changing for you or currently yes
1: okay well I was raised LDS but I stopped going to church when I was 12 13 okay but I still had like the teachings in my mind that you have sex with someone like you've got to make it work you got to marry them mm-hmm. just all that stuff so the guy that my ex-husband, he was my ex-husband, um, he took my virginity from me. It wasn't an actual aggressive assault, but I definitely said no, and he definitely went through with it anyway. Okay. So it was just a really bad first experience, but I stayed with him anyway because I hadn't really had male attention before that or any real boyfriends. I was 18, by the way, and so he was the first guy that actually paid attention to me and wanted to be around me, and he was into me, and by that... All my friends had lost their virginity, and I just want to get over with, even though deep down, like, I didn't want to, I didn't like him, but it's just a really terrible mess of social conditioning and peer pressure, and just whatever.
2: And just being young, we and all make d- decisions. Y- being like young and dumb. Yeah, dumb decisions <laughs> when we're young, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, and then I was with him for over eight years, and that was eight years of really terrible sex. And I thought I was going to hate sex forever because of that but then I started dating after I d- got divorced and found a couple guys that actually showed me that sex can be fun but there's still no sexual attraction like I was there's there's a difference between desire and attraction mm-hmm. people who are asexual can have the desire for sex but they don't necessarily have an attraction to a person or persons you know desire and have a sex drive but it doesn't relate to attraction
2: Oh, interesting. Okay. So, like, what form does the sex drive take then? I know. I'm like, now I need, like,
0: break it down for me. Give me some examples. Yeah.
2: So, would an asexual person have the drive to masturbate?
1: Yes. Okay. Not all, but some. Okay. Because it's a spectrum. Like, some people are horribly sex repulsed. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily tied to trauma. It's just...
2: It's just the way they were born. It's part of their personality.
1: Yeah. Just like any type of identity or gender. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or going back to food. You know, you just don't like...
1: Yeah, It's just a, a certain food. It's just a know? preference.
0: My, my, my palate is not okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
2: okay. So then what other forms would drive take? Like, would it drive someone to have sex, even if they didn't have an attraction to that person sometimes? Yes. Okay.
1: Like me personally, I was seeking to find the type of mind-blowing sex that all my friends talked about, but it was never there for me because I didn't have the connection. And that's where we go into the demisexuality of things yeah
2: so talk to us about like what is the definition of demisexuality
1: for you demisexuality is a person who does not experience sexual attraction until they establish a deep emotional connection with that person
2: okay so the person that you're dating now um are they the first person that you've ever experienced that connection with on that level
1: second second person but i've never felt anything like this for this person like he's unlocking doors that I didn't know I even had that were locked so (laughs) that's exciting yeah
0: scary too it's it's scary I was just going to ask you how does navigating that when you kind of felt like you had a definition of your drive or lack thereof or whatever it was and now all of a sudden you're like well curveball again (laughs) like you know it's navigating something new always it's a little scary but Um, tell us more about like
1: kind of how that's going for you Um, it's definitely leading to some insecurity and like I was already questioning my sexuality but now I'm questioning it even more because now I met this guy that's like sparking these flames inside me that I didn't know I had when I had just started to accept that I was asexual and I was going to be alone forever because I don't want to be with someone that doesn't like sex but then and he's, he's younger by the way he's seven years younger than me which is really weird <laughs> but he's such a sweetheart oh my gosh i like him he really is <laughs> we won't go into that though <laughs> it's it's been really fun and exciting and scary to and like he's very patient and understanding and present and compassionate listen and up respectful. all you younger men oh my gosh he's 25 take, take a note. <laughs> That is amazing to find a fucking 25-year-old that Like, we bathed naked together before we did anything sexual, and he, like, how many guys can lay in a bathtub naked with a woman and not try to have sex with her?
0: Yeah, no, that's like. the only thing. That's the only <laughs> reason you
1: are naked in the bathtub is because they are planning on having right. sex with you. And yeah. I was the one that initiated sex. Okay. So that was huge for me in
3: had had you told him that mm-hmm. you you were asexual at that yes. point okay
1: and he was very accepting like he he had me explain it to him and he's like oh i can't imagine what that was like growing up like you you've been through something really difficult he knew about my ex-husband and everything just super supportive and understanding and a very good dude <laughs>
3: that's awesome
1: and he's helping me explore myself and he kind of teases me a lot about like having me initiate sex in Like, just sitting back and watching me blossom sexually. Like, Mm -hmm. he's getting a big kick out of it. And probably a little bit of an ego stroke. (laughs) (laughs) So we should just clarify, though, that, like, just.
2: Sorry, how do I want to say this? You're going to need to edit this part out. Um, So we should just clarify, though, that just because you meet someone who's asexual doesn't mean that they are just. Waiting to meet the right person to become no. demisexual. There are plenty of people out there who are actually asexual their entire lives.
1: Correct. And yeah. you do not tell someone who's asexual, oh, maybe you just haven't met the right person. Right. Because I heard that from my mother. And it's like, you don't tell someone, like, I know they have good intentions when they say those things because they're based on their own experiences, but like, I've been in my own head for 32 years. Like, I kind of know what I'm feeling. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm the best authority for what mm-hmm. I know about myself.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just telling someone who's gay, like, oh, you haven't just found the right female yet or, you know, exactly. or vice versa, you know, it's yeah, highly inaccurate and it's not your place. Yeah. Um, how has maybe solo for you and your sex drive, like self-play, self-pleasure, anything, exploration, has that changed at all since this kind of new unfolding Or have you still kind of just...
1: I've never been huge on playing with myself. Um, I didn't start masturbating until I was 17 or 18. And even then, it was just a little tiny little vibrator. And I didn't think about people. I had to do it to music. Like, weirdly enough, music is what turns me on. Okay. I really love, like, raves and going to shows and just loud bumping music. (laughs) That's what gets me going. Okay. Not people. So... (laughs) i don't know but currently i i don't play with myself maybe once every six to eight weeks if that Mm -hmm. um and then i also have been struggling with depression so that's just even way less than that like and then that's another thing like i have to wonder am i asexual because i'm depressed or but it's it's been a lifelong thing like and my depression hasn't been lifelong okay Maybe yes, but it's just mm-hmm. a lot of factors so I'm still in the questioning phase and also going to therapy for that with a queer friendly therapist and they're out there so you say queer
0: friendly therapist mm-hmm. sorry can you talk a little bit more into your mic
1: yeah and a little bit
0: quiet every once yep. in a while sorry <laughs> no you're fine right. I want everyone to hear this because it's really interesting and um, you know, this is the time we get to ask some of those hard questions as uncomfortable as it makes you. You no. can tell us to shut the fuck up any time. No, I will <laughs>
1: share anything because I want people to know that they're not alone. So that's wonderful.
3: I vaguely remember watching a documentary about they you know, they sort of were speaking to a bunch of different people who were asexual and uh, s- someone asked them about masturbation, and they're like, uh, ah, you know, every once in a while I have to, just to clear the pipes. <laughs> like I, I have to it's a requirement but it, I don't like get pleasure out of it it's just something that it's like there's a build up that I got to take care of so <laughs> I've heard it put that way like it's
0: not like you're driving home from work and you're like I can't wait to get home and be in my room alone and fuck myself
2: yeah <laughs> yeah it doesn't help them because like for me masturbation <laughs> helps me decompress yeah right so I would imagine there's not that same kind of relief after that um so what yeah so (laughs) what what does your sex drive look like then is it pretty typical compared to I don't want to say like a normal person because what's normal but um, you know like most people want to have sex a couple times a week at least do you have that kind of drive is it
1: lower Um, pre-current boyfriend well I guess with any man er, I've dated um, my needs mirror theirs Because I am a nurturer and my needs revolve around meeting the needs of my partner. Um, My pleasure relies on their pleasure and so I will do as often as they want to just to please them. So I'm learning to set boundaries for myself and find what my needs are for my pleasure Mm -hmm. and that is happening with the guy I'm dating now. he 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 asks what I'm comfortable with. He doesn't want to trigger anything because I've got some past traumas that he doesn't want me to relive or anything. So he's basically put the ball in my court and letting me explore everything for myself. And he he's just along for the ride. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I would I would never want to like. Um, feel guilted into having sex with somebody I mean which I have felt that very very often Absolutely. and you know and where my drive does not match that other person's but I don't have the wherewithal to put a boundary down let alone how to even communicate it you know mm-hmm. um, so I can see where that has probably now you feel like all the power was taken away from you because you didn't have the drive I mean you weren't as loud as someone who wanted it kind of thing and mm-hmm. so um, very unfair. and how has um I'm sure it's probably in therapy and everything, but like communicating those boundaries is it more I need to first recognize it in myself? Do you write them down first or you just talk about them as they come up? Like how has that kind of helped
1: you? Yeah, I'm basically winging it right now uh, because this is all so new to me, and I don't know what the hell I'm doing so who does be (laughs) right i'm just thankful that i'm with someone that will actually listen to me and respect boundaries and needs and all of that so because in my marriage um we would only have sex like every six or eight weeks and that was me just like forcing myself into it because i hated it and i hated him so bad gotcha well and then it's just terrible sex
0: you yes. know, it's like yeah. force feeding somebody, they I don't want it. You know, it doesn't,
3: yeah, it's always food with you. It it's just a, such an easy
0: comparison. Um, <laughs> you know, and and it's, I've been there where you haven't, you can't, you can't even fake enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, very apparent when you have a partner that's not into it. And so, it's like, how was this ex spouse still okay with this for seven years? Like, didn't he feel bad at ever, you know, like making you feel so uncomfortable where you were almost cringing at that thought of having to have sex with him? Where do these people come in? I don't know if, Brady, if you want (laughs) to jump in because I don't, I've never, if I have ever been with a man that was kind of like, fine, I'll try to get it hard for you. I don't know if I could fuck him. I would be better off playing with myself and have more fun.
3: Are you asking me because you assume my partners have cringed?
0: No, but as a guy, I don't know if the drive is different.
3: Um, I think with guys, I mean, biologically, especially when I was younger, for me, you know, only speaking for myself, not for other people. But uh, I mean, it just took like a good breeze, a little sunlight. And I was ready to go, <laughs> you know, or like maybe no breeze and some darkness would would do it. Like it was pretty much anything would trigger it. As I've gotten older, there have been people that I have turned down where it's just been like, dude, I can't stand your voice or like, I can't stand certain parts of your personality. And this is just,
0: yeah. But have, yeah. Uh, have you ever been with, um, you know, a woman who was kind of like, and oh, then yeah, it turned you off. Or, mm-hmm. were, or did you see it more as like a challenge? like, I'm going to get you in the mood?
3: Bef- no. <laughs> I'm going to convince.: well, you it depends. You really want this. It, it kind of depends, but Thanks we for were talking we, with your balls. You're welcome.: We were talking about uh, before we started recording, we were talking about guys faking it. Yeah, and I have faked it with unenthusiastic women. <laughs> OK. Yeah. Or I have been with people who I liked. And was excited about it, and their attitude leading up to it has sort of been like, "All right, never mind," you know. So yeah, I've I've been, and then I don't know, like uh, with my current with Jamie, if uh, she has uh, vulvodynia, which is just sort of like undiagnosed pain Mm -hmm. in that area, uh, if something's causing that to trigger that night, and I can tell that she's having discomfort, I'll wrap things up faster, Mm. just to try to like. You know, or stop completely, depending on where I'm at in my.
2: Just to spare her the pain.
3: Yeah, because yeah. I, you know, and then. Yeah, I can be.
0: Yeah. Ramming someone as they're like uncomfortable in, in pain, yeah. I could yeah. not I do I it. So do I just can't see someone who's okay with understanding that they're putting someone at such discomfort. And the just dip- for a physical. reason well, That's release. why she left his ass. <laughs> you drank a lot. We were drunk a lot. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So. Would you Which I'm glad you left that person. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um, Would you be willing to describe your sexual like now that you're having positive sexual experiences, would you be willing to describe what that feels like for you? The good stuff? The good stuff, yeah. Like because I I think that most sexual people have kind of a similar experience of like the build up and the the pleasure and the orgasm and, and what that feels like i'm wondering if um for asexual
1: or demisexual
2: people it's different
1: um for me personally in the past i struggled with getting aroused mm. and staying wet and that's part of why i got checked out like medically um because i thought there was something wrong with me and now in a good, healthy relationship, like I walk past the dude and I'm fucking dripping like <laughs> <laughs> sorry, can I swear yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I wake up and I'm ready to go, like i just I always have a lady boner for this kid and <laughs> and it's awesome. totally new for me to always be aroused, and it's exciting, so that's, that's when
0: it. you kinda have now said you use the word demisexual for yourself
1: mm-hmm.
0: because of this person right now and how you are in this time right now right um do you think if this relationship ends that you would kind of go back to claiming asexuality or um just kind of because i never want to like like it, i would hate to try to keep trying to look for that next person all the time and mm-hmm. being like i need to replicate this feeling but just knowing, like, no, this is how I am. And if it
1: comes along, that's fantastic. And if not, it's okay too. Yeah, because I was already set on thinking that I was asexual, like, hardcore, no sexual attraction. Or gray sexual is also another term under the asexual umbrella. Okay. Say that again gray sexual? Gray sexual? What okay. does that mean? Um, so, asexual is no sexual attraction. Gray sexual is a little sometimes, but not as frequent as a. Typical heteronormative, like just mm-hmm. okay attraction, okay. Um, but then, but Demi, it relates to the emotional connection before the sexual attraction. And you have to have that. Like that's like a base of
0: what that is. It's the only reason you can have that sexual attraction is because you have that emotional.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, well, okay. So here's my dirty secret. So when I was married, <laughs> we lived next to this guy. Who was our friend. And I definitely felt attraction for him that I had never felt before in my life. Um, and we did end up hooking up, but it was after I got divorced. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's the only person that I've ever felt any type of sexual attraction to besides the man that I'm dating now. Okay. Hmm. So I've got two two fingers on one hand in my entire <laughs> 32 years that I'm like, damn, I want to bone him.
2: <laughs> what, what was it about the neighbor? Did was he like a source of emotional support for you while you were with your husband, or anything? He like was that? like
1: <laughs> asshole TM. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he he was one of those douche guys, but there's just something about his personality that drew me to him, and he was very fine.
3: Have you identified what that was? What in his personality?
1: Uh, just just the like playing hard to get, like. But he he was our friend, and I was married, and we we were neighbors, like. But he hated my husband as much as I did, so
3: Oh maybe that's what that it was. Might have yeah.
1: contributed. Like and there there were there were definitely some times when we were alone together, um, before I got divorced, that he let on that he was definitely attracted to me. Mm. So the maybe any- that fed the fire.
3: The enemy of my enemy is my lover.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it put that way. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Add it add it so to the our glossary. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, you have my notebook.
2: But <laughs> there but there was no emotional connection there
1: no you know it was just just the raw physical attraction and i had been with my ex and he's the only man i had ever been with yeah and then there was this new hot older guy that okay was just that also like sparked er, like expressed interest in me that i'd never felt from anyone else no one ever really told me they were into me or Hmm. wanted me so
2: are you perhaps attracted to like things that are taboo or off limits in general
1: not necessarily okay I don't think he wasn't off limits well I well mean that when I was married yeah when you were married I was decent enough to wait until I was divorced to <laughs> bone him <laughs> I have some values <laughs> right.
2: Um, so, we, is there any difference in how orgasm felt when you believed you are asexual versus now?
1: Yes. Um, going back to faking. <laughs> I was uh, a serial faker. Because I just wanted to get over with. Now. Like because it it used to take me a very long time to climax and i got so bored with it that i would just fake it to get it over with but now like under 60 seconds and done wow like it's fun
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> impressive
1: i mean and that sometimes i've
0: heard some people believe when they haven't been able to ever climax they and they just don't enjoy sex ever um you know they just kind of like Oh, I'm asexual because I can't Mm. I can't climax or anything and I I haven't really heard of males being ever in that category but some females who've just never been able to and Mm -hmm. just didn't um, have that drive ever
1: well the inability to climax and lack like lack of sex drive is not related to asexuality because it's attraction not action yeah yeah. And so that's what they just kind of coin themselves like that automatically mm. because they, they were make like, that assumption. Yeah.
0: Cause they were like, well, I mean, I guess this is just the category to put me in because of the lack of fully understanding. Mm-hmm. So the attraction that drive that lady boner, as mm-hmm. you want to call it. I love it. <laughs> that's really exciting for you to kind of go through that change and, And even if not, that you're able to know that there's better types of relationships out there than Mm -hmm. your shitty ex-husband.
1: I was (laughs) definitely in the hopeless, bitter stage. (laughs) But then this kid waltzes in randomly and flipped my world upside down. (laughs) Because I had previously only been able to date off of apps. I wasn't really good at meeting people in person and letting things grow naturally and organically okay so that's how this happened we just started out as friends and then
3: did you use apps because it was easy to say hey i'm asexual like right in your black and white black and 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 white have this awkward
0: dinner conversation
1: no (laughs) i'm just socially awkward terribly um the asexual asexuality for me is fairly new it's been about a year since i've been exploring this for myself um, but prior to that, I was dating on apps just because i didn't I didn't have a friend circle. I didn't know how to meet people in public. like Tinder was all I knew, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> I love that you point that out because when you are meeting somebody online, that is why you're meeting someone. Mm-hmm. Like you want some type of relationship, whether it's just a sexual hookup or whether it's getting married mm-hmm. and having five kids. Um, but that organically meeting somebody did that take just a lot of pressure off of everything and do you think that's why you were able to first build an emotional connection yes cuz all of that pressure was not even there
1: yes so at the time when i met this kid um i thought he was dating one of my friends and so there was just i just we were just friends we went it was during the pandemic mm-hmm. shutdowns and everything so We were just hanging out because she she was a healthcare worker, so she had to, like, self-quarantine and stuff to keep herself safe. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was hanging out with him. We would go hiking and climbing and stuff. And I thought nothing of it, like, just goofing off with my friend's boyfriend, just keeping him company because she can't hang out. And then uh, we went down camping in the desert for a personal special ceremony for myself. I had to put my dog's ashes to rest. Mm -hmm. and he i invited him for on a whim and i'd only known him about a week Um, and then i realized that i was like starting to like this kid and then because he drove and then on the drive back um he was saying how he needed to end things with her i guess even though they had already agreed to be just friends and then i started realizing that i liked him and then started developing feelings and i was like oh shit What's happening? Like, this is not who I am. This is not what I want. This is not what I do. <laughs> and then it just all went from there quickly. I don't know. Does that answer the
0: question? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I spewed.
0: Uh, I no, it's great. I feel like more honesty comes out when you can a- just roll off of a- organically.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it did happen organically. Like, we started out as friends. I, he was dating my friend, but then he was not. And then I realized, like, Oh he's available were he's you very cute. <laughs>
0: um i know you said you kind of made the first move too uh, at least sexually what about everything else um it was
1: mutual actually okay we both have the same level of desire to hang out in like need for attention in a way it sounds bad, but,
0: like... No, just not one person's more forced to, like, hang out and, like, needy and kind of thing. Yeah, you know?
1: like, we, we jive. Like yeah. Our, our energies are on the same level. And I, I work from home, and I live alone, so I, I sit with my dog all day, and she's not very exciting. <laughs> so here's <laughs> this person wanting to hang out with me every day, and so I, I gave in. Um, So that that's just happened. That's awesome. I started hanging out every day, and then it just song without a shirt one day and I was like, oh, goddamn <laughs> What is this feeling? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love how you pointed to like your groin area. Cause it really is. You kinda like all of a sudden yeah, exactly. just like it's it's not like a butterflies with like that rush of like
1: flood and yeah, just like you're like oh, this okay. was supposed to be dead. Oh, What's hey? happening?
0: <laughs> I love it. That's that's yeah. really cool. And I'm glad that like a lot of that pressure seems to be very um non-existent with your relationship right now pressure for sexual pressure for anything it was kind of just very very and i'm wondering if that's a huge factor and how that has been able for you to open that up for you unlock Mm -hmm. those doors they're not being forced open
1: exactly like because i put enough pressure on myself but being with someone who doesn't have any pressure for me or expectations or anything like i i'm in control because he's letting me go do what's comfortable for me that's been very nice because i'm so used to i know most of it has been self-imposed pressure and obligation obligations like sexual obligation was not fun being married
0: (laughs) yeah oh i'm sure and like just feeling like okay everybody else is doing this i should do this and why haven't this happened um Kind of going back to orgasms and things, um, and getting there for you—it's like music, and that is it. Like the emotion that music,
1: more of derives? a distraction.
0: More of a distraction. Mm-hmm. The constant thump bump, huh?
1: Mm-hmm. So I can focus. <laughs> I on feel like that. Music. I feel yeah. Because if there's no music, something for me to focus on, then I worry about oh, I need to be doing the dishes, or this and doesn't music, feel good. Can I do something else? Like it's just. Hmm. Music isn't requiring a a reaction
0: from you. It's not wanting you to to put out. It's not wanting you to like, where if you're thinking of people as you're masturbating or trying to climax, typically you're thinking of how are they going to react to you and you're wanting to turn them on and like that build up back and forth kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But like, I wonder if also just music isn't pressuring either. It doesn't have expectations either. No. That's yeah. cool.
3: When you were trying to, sort of like figure things out for yourself because it sounds like through your formative years you were like why do i not want the same things my friends want what's going on here did you ever like consider yourself that you were maybe attracted to a different gender or anything like that That never came across no no i just the whole idea of sex (laughs) was just yeah
1: yeah sex in general just why why though (laughs) can we do (laughs) other things (laughs) (laughs) i i had made out and played with some of my female friends but it wasn't it was just it like out of curiosity not because i felt that that's what i wanted or needed or was my desire um so
3: you already kind of knew that that it was just like a sex thing yeah i'm just not into the sex at all
1: right okay right i would rather you know stay on online read comics or i don't know what did i do as a teenager i read a lot of books what's (laughs) your favorite comic um i don't know oh okay like more anime, like watching Cowboy Bebop. Okay. That's my jam. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> what was dating like while
2: you thought you were asexual? So before you met your current partner um, and after you decided this is the label that I'm applying to myself.
1: Like this is wh- where I, I, my identity lies. I didn't really try to date as, since I found out I was asexual. I did get on OKCupid. OK um, I did like that website because they do have like very inclusive drop downs for sexualities and genders, and yeah, there's even one for vegan, by the way. Oh, <laughs> oh, <nice>. Vegan plug. <laughs> uh, and I did meet a guy off of there, and we hung out a few times. But at the same time, I met my current boyfriend, so I had to tell the guy from OKCupid O変- that I met someone else. And Going to explore that, and he was actually pretty chill about it. So, but uh, I didn't really have any other experience trying to date as an asexual and explaining it to people, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know.
2: But were you nervous about the idea of it? Like, did it feel challenging for you? Yes, and, and like, what did you feel like your options were um, for relationships? Did
1: well, I assumed all men want sex anyway and they probably didn't read my profile because who reads profiles
2: but did you do you believe there are males who are asexual
1: <laughs> yes there okay. are actual asexual dating websites they're just not active oh it's hard to find anybody yeah. on there <laughs>
2: well
3: you <laughs> said it's one percent known mm-hmm. so even if even if the the number was five percent that's still four percent that aren't going to the an asexual website because mm-hmm. they don't know yet and yeah. then
1: they may not all be men or women or a different age or yeah you know, and local, geography yeah they they
2: <laughs> may mm-hmm. be in really dissatisfying relationships too with yeah. someone who's sexual mm-hmm. so yeah i can imagine like such a challenge to find the right person the right connection if you want that romance and that connection but not the sex sexual part so do mm-hmm. you do asexual people though do, do they desire romance
1: depends on the person again because there there are uh I don't know what you call it s- orientations um that there's a they call okay so asexual are called ace mm-hmm. and there's aromantic so they c- they're called aro ace people who have don't des- have a sexual attraction or romantic attraction like they don't want any type of relationship at all but I, I do desire the romant- romantic romantic relationships um but it just depends on the person again okay because no one is the same yeah true
0: explain um like romantic relationships and kind of like what your desire out of that like what will fulfill that need for you as a romantic relationship um just like what you would see in a rom-com, but without the sex.
1: Like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so when, as they're like kind of snuggling, making out in bed, and it cuts to the next scene, you're like, perfect. That's yeah, all I exactly. need. Exactly.
1: <laughs> like courting and caring about each other and you know, taking care of each other's needs. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Banter. <laughs> so fun. Pillow talk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Chocolate.
2: Chocolate. So <laughs> do you have a drive for physical intimacy of any kind Though, I mean, well, obviously, like, I mean, you have the sex drive, right? But that's separate from the attraction. So Mm -hmm. how do you differentiate all those things? Like, do you feel like, oh, I want, I want this physical attention. I want cuddles or, you know, kisses or what, like, what is it for you?
1: I was not a very touchy-feely person until now in this new relationship. Like, because that's one of his love languages is touch. And now, like, I just can't get enough, like... Aww. I de- like all the little butt touches and just just brushing the back as he walks behind me, or just any kind of touch, Flipping, flicking my hair.
0: But again, that's that's almost a romantic touch. It's not like I'm grabbing your butt because I also want to like try to get a finger in your pussy. Yeah, he's
1: time, he's not know? trying to bone. Yeah. He's just yeah. Yeah. He's touching just, me because well, yeah, he and just that's wants little, to touch me. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking touching, about. Is that not, mm, like
2: yeah. asexual touching? So like. Could, could you get that same need met from your friend group?
1: Yes, and I do. Yeah. And to a degree. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I touch you, but not. Yeah. I'm not going to, like, stroke the, butt, the nape of your back. <laughs> but I will, I will <laughs> snuggle you. Yeah. And give you choke hugs. Right. Do <laughs> do give great hugs. <laughs> <laughs> and we snuggle sometimes. Yeah. That's true. You're a great snuggler, mm-hmm. too. I try.
0: Awesome. No, I've learned a lot today. I didn't, I mean, I knew a little bit about um, asexuality, um, but not enough to ever actually talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for kind of bringing in your own experiences. And just like you said, you don't have to be an expert in what that is to know you're going through it Mm -hmm. and know that that's kind of what you can relate to. So, I love that you came on and were very vulnerable and shared things that maybe you haven't quite put words to either, too, especially with a very new relationship and things are changing.
1: Yeah.
3: And I'm already excited for part two (laughs) to hear more about it and how it's progressed.
1: (laughs) I mean, I don't know how it could progress. Just more and more better sex. I (laughs)
3: don't know. Those make great stories. Yeah. (laughs) That makes great stories. And,
1: And
2: you might discover more about yourself and more about your sexuality and more about what being demisexual
1: means to you mm-hmm. and finally realizing you know what all you normal normal is the wrong word but <laughs> sexual <laughs> all you other sexual people yeah. talk about when you say oh this, i had this great sex the other night and i'm just like what but now i know <laughs> i know what you're talking about <laughs> Aww, yeah like I, me we have like such great sex sometimes
0: that I'm like, good, go, go team, like, good job. Like there was a thing high fives was, all around.
3: Yeah.
1: We do that. We're like, good yeah. game. we like, good game. Yeah, slaps, like, you're, you're just like, room. dang,
0: we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. did good. That was fun. Yeah. I, I g- enjoyed
3: it. I'm glad to know I'm not the only person who walks by and just touches my wife's butt as I'm just like going through the kitchen. I can't help it. It's just there. It's just sort of like, hey babe, just I, so you know, I'm in the room. And I grab I like my it. men's
2: asses <laughs> constantly. How can you yes. not touch constantly. a butt when it's there? yes especially if it's a good butt mm-hmm. like i can't not squeeze
3: i'm glad i'm not the only one it's i felt compulsion. alone in the world
2: it's a compulsion to
0: squeeze i even smacked <laughs> your butt when we were taking photos i was like oh it's so cute and i was like oh i'm so sorry
2: i didn't ask permission or anything i just it was just so right there and you were like you have blanket permission yeah. i gave mariah the best gift of all I know. She, can tatch my, tatch? she can touch my touch she can touch my ass anytime thank you wow I was just I yeah I didn't realize how much I wanted it until I just like <laughs> wasn't even realizing I mean, it what was, was just me. hanging right out there. I, so I, was, I was just
3: like boom. And the results of that photo shoot are available on Patreon.com. Patreon. <laughs> on Patreon.
2: Com? Well, not yet, but yeah, we're gonna Eventually. start posting things. So anyone who becomes a patron, um, I think at any level, right? Like the f- any level. Yeah, the first 100 patrons are gonna get a special. Um steamy very steamy photo of Mariah yes. and I, yes, mm-hmm. we had this photo
0: shoot, and it was so much fun, and did I mention I own a
2: boudoir photography studio <laughs> um, yeah they done they done good, yeah, you guys done Mateusz good, Mateusz is the man, so love it. We got some
1: hot stuff. they actually are the best, so oh, personal experience, I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> love it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, thank you, Jilly Bean, for being on our show. Anytime. You see how she didn't hit me when I said that? <laughs> Jilly Bean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're on video. Only me. <laughs> We're on video. Oh, yeah. She, she doesn't want there to be any evidence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so please do look us up on Patreon. Be part of the community. Um, lots of exclusive content on there. We do Zoom meetings for our patrons and all yeah. kinds of good fun stuff you can ask any Q&A's personal, not, whatever it's, it's a fun kind of anything goes yeah. or you can email us at uh, uh, saltysexcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter hey
0: and we've been working on our Facebook page Yes, we. so facebook.com forward slash saltysexcast or you can just search in saltysexcast no one else has our name because
2: we're that cool
0: <laughs> um, yeah you can connect with us on there so we're getting that built up please like us We'd love it, please, please, please like, us. like us, show <laughs> us some love.
3: Should we put stress balls on one of our Patreon tabs? Everybody, you know, you sign up for the highest level, you get some stress balls. You get, you get
2: a Nutsack <laughs>
3: replica <laughs> stress ball. Yeah, I can make different yes, shapes, but
2: they have to come pick it up in person. <laughs> we're not delivering. Oh, we're
3: not. We're not shipping. Never mind. Take it back.
2: <laughs> we'll leave the shipping up to the experts at TrySassyBox.com. Ooh maybe sassy box would be interested in your
3: stress balls? stress balls I'd probably have to make a different mold for them they'd have to be more dangly yeah because <laughs> this is i'm not gonna get into it okay <laughs> all right all right
2: well thank you everybody for listening we will see you next week back in the studio right yes we're here to stay for for now okay and uh have a great week yeah thanks guys stay sexy and salty bye, bye.
1: yeah
3: what puberty?
1: Puberty? Well,
2: puberty's a lot of things. Here's the penis.
3: When you hear about it first, it sounds very strange.
1: Oh, If it really bothers you, you should see a doctor. Then at puberty, certain glands begin to work, and our bodies begin to change. It enlarges the penis itself.
3: And there's a center opening
2: between those two, which is called the vagina. The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help.